Welcome to the Soulful Dish Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things health and wellness. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soulful Dish, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm Tanisha Foster. I'm here with my co-host, Miss Felicia Carter. Hello, everyone. Yeah, guys, we are excited to bring to you today's topic. So this is um, Black Breastfeeding Week, and this topic is so near and dear to my heart um, as to I breastfed my own two babies, and I'm excited to, to know that there are more women out there who look like me who are partaking in this wonderful experience. So Felicia actually is going to to talk directly with me about my own personal breastfeeding journey. Yeah. We'll hope to take some nuggets away from our conversation today. Right. And I just want to say that I, too, love this subject, um, breastfeeding, especially for Black women to breastfeed, because I, throughout my life, I've met many women, Black women, who breastfeed, and whenever I've shared um, the idea of breastfeeding, I don't have children, but I do want some children, and so when I share the idea of breastfeeding with people, they kind of give me strange looks, so I think there needs to possibly be more education out there to um, inform people that the of the benefits of breastfeeding, so I'm asking questions. I know we talked before about it, but I'm excited to share with other people to get them interested and even involved in breastfeeding. So, yeah, I want to jump right on into it and just ask you what inspired you to breastfeed your babies, girl. Let me tell you, on when I was pregnant with my firstborn, I didn't really know a lot of people who actually were breastfeeding. I had maybe two or three friends who had just had children prior to me having children. And um, I was able to go to them with a few of my questions and, and get some help there. And that was, that was, a, that was great motivation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the number of women who I knew starting out on that journey, like I didn't know there were many, but as I kept going on my journey, I met so many women who were excited about breastfeeding and, and having that bond with their child. For me, I was looking forward to doing it um, for economical reasons, mm-hmm. number one. So that was definitely inspiring. Like, if, <laughs> if nothing else make you feel like you can do something and think about how much money it'll save you. Yeah. Okay. But of course, of course, I wanted my babies to have like the, the many wonderful benefits that I heard so much about. And I think I was even more amazed that Hey, me deciding or choosing to breastfeed, not only were there so many benefits for my baby, but there were countless benefits for me too. So I feel like, you know, it was it, there was something in it for all of us. And so you say benefits. Tell us some of the benefits for both mother and baby. I know you said economic benefits, but what are some of the other benefits for the both the mother and the child with breastfeeding? Oh, man, let me tell you, breast milk has so much nutrition for, for infants and vitamins and proteins and antibodies. So pretty much everything that your baby needs to develop smoothly um, is in in the breast milk. Mm-hmm. 
one of the things that I thought was great was that breastfed babies typically um, had lower risk of of diseases or like common ailments, mm-hmm. and so that something that, that definitely kind of piqued my curiosity. And the reason for that being is that breast milk has so many antibodies that passes from mother to baby. Mm-hmm. It's easier for your baby to fight off a lot of those um, viral ailments. Um, fewer ear infections, respiratory um, situations. Um, I know we had fewer trips to the ER. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, you would hear like the age old, like breastfeeding make your baby smarter. Yeah, I, I do think that breastfeeding does impact, well, I think contribute to some, to, um, some higher IQ scores or research. I've met, not for journey. the baby. I'm sorry, what's that, Felicia? I have met Chop and Journey and they're both very smart, so I can't say. <laughs> I would like to think it was like chocolate <laughs> milk from Mama. <laughs> and of course, a great benefit is the closeness that you get with your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing can that. compare with that. That you know that closeness between a mother and a child. Right. I was just about to ask about that. You mentioned bond, the bonding, and. Tell me about that. Tell me more about the bonding between mom and baby when breastfeeding. Like, how does it make you feel, and what does it do for the baby? Well, research has has shown that um, nursing um, certain type of hormones. Felicia, are you there? Okay, I'm back. It went out again. Are you there, Felicia? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Ew. I just pretty much, you know, like I said, I just highlighted just the just the ability to be able to share to to sustain your child. Um, only you can do that. Like that's enough to to me for me to feel you know feel empowered. So. Excellent, excellent. And I I can appreciate that because I'm all about bonding and I think it's great because when I've seen people breastfeed, I just see the mom looking down at the baby and the baby looking up at the mom and they're gazing into each other's eyes. And I think that's so sweet and adorable. I don't know, it just gets me excited. And I always think that breastfeeding is a beautiful thing because again, you're, you know, two people fall in love, they create new life and then the mom is able to sustain sustain that new life just from her body. You know, I think that's enough. And so my other question that I wanted to ask you 
is I know you heard different things in the news in the past about moms being out in public breastfeeding their child and they're asked to leave or go to another area where they're asked to leave or go to another area where no one's around. So what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Because I'm sure that would hurt someone's feelings. It would hurt my feelings. And it's kind of rude if you ask me because this mom is just trying to feed her child. She's not doing anything inappropriate, but she's being asked to step out and step away or cover up. I I always think that stories like those are just so unfortunate Mm -hmm. um, on so many different levels. You know, for one, I think to to have someone to over sexualize because that's what that's what's going on in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You're asking people to step away because you're kind of deeming the act of breastfeeding as something being, you know, likening it to a sexual experience. Right. And so I think over sexualizing or sexualizing a very natural, healthy experience mm-hmm. is it's, it's not right. right. And um, I, I feel like society is more accepting of watching models on display in bikinis and normalizing that than, than we are about, than we are of normalizing feeding our babies. And so despite how they're being fed, I mean, you're feeding your baby or we're feeding our baby, so to speak. So I, I, you know, it's unfortunate. I always, you know, tell people about the the many laws that benefit breastfeeding moms and how there are so many laws to support it. But there are also some laws that have hindered breastfeeding. Really? And yes, there are so many states up until recently, many states um, actually didn't support breastfeeding or there were loopholes in laws and in, in lewd act laws. Um, or lewd acts, considering breastfeeding to be a lewd act. And so if you're saying that a woman is allowed to breastfeed publicly, but then they could be penalized for, you know, display of lewdness, then that, those laws don't work together. Wow. And that's something that I found in my research, that we needed more laws that that were very, very strict and specific about supporting the efforts of breastfeeding. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I read this article real interesting, of a woman who was inside of Victoria's Secret shopping mm-hmm. and her baby became hungry and I was telling you about this yesterday. Right. But every time I think about it, it just it trips me out, girl. How this lady was asked to leave and the police was called on her to leave because she sat on a bench right next to a poster of a woman advertising for lingerie. Mm-hmm. Um, she sat there on that bench to breastfeed her baby. So it's okay to have <laughs> like I said, these display posters and everybody thinks that that's okay and normal, which I'm not knocking them, you know, your lingerie models, but this is a very natural act. Why are we being, you know, frowned? Why is this being frowned out upon? Right. I think this is insane. <laughs> and to say, well, breastfeeding should be done at home. That's, that's preposterous. That's Breastfed crazy. babies have to eat frequently. Well, babies have to eat frequently, period. How about that? Right. And sometimes fresh air will do not only the baby good, but the mama good too. Right. And so, and circumstances, you know, 
they're we're entitled to to be out in society and feed our babies you know right and i think it's great that you brought up the point about you did your research and you found different laws out there you and i were talking yesterday and you told me about how you were you know some moms they they eventually have to go back to work and you were telling me that after you had your baby you were at work but there was no safe place for you to pump your breast milk and that that's actually a law right for the employer to provide that can you tell us about that yes you know it's i'm glad you um that you chimed in and, and pointed that out because this this is something that i want all working breastfeeding moms to know um seeing that most women don't continue the duration of breastfeeding because they have to return back to work sooner, especially black women. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to know that you can continue on your breastfeeding journey and, and by having the support of, of, you, of your workplace um, to support what you're doing. I know under the Affordable Care Act, there are laws that says that if you have a certain number of employees in your work, workplace, the employee, your company is um, encouraged and mandated to provide a space for you to be able to express breast milk. That's not the restroom. Mm-hmm. Can I emphasize that? Right. That's, and I'm emphasizing that for my personal reasons because I had an experience, but that's not the restroom. So if there is no place for you to, to nurse or for you to express breast milk then one has to be creative for you, even if they have to clean out a closet. Right. And I appreciate you putting emphasis on it not being the restroom because number one, I'm going to tell you about myself. I hate public restrooms and I do not, I don't even want to use a public restroom. So I can't even imagine sitting in there. I'm sure it takes time to pump the breast milk. So I can't even imagine sitting in there for a period of time to pump breast milk where everyone, where other people are, uh, re- relieving themselves, <laughs> okay. That's, exactly. That's first off, but again, um, I think it's insensitive for someone to say, "Oh, just go to the bathroom and do it." And that leads me to my next question: Is but before you let it, you know, my workplace, they tried it. They tried to send me there, but you know, <laughs> right? Left my papers on the papal. Yeah, you tried. Which is, I'm not going to the restroom to express food for my baby. Right. And I, I even suggested, how about you go enjoy your cheeseburger in there? <laughs> right. right. It's, it's no. very insensitive. So that leads me to my next question. What can other people do to support women who are breastfeeding? Because even though, you know, just like your job, that's not your husband, that's not your family member or friend, but that's a person that is in contact with you and around you. What can everyone do? Uh, people who you know, may not be related to that person or whomever, what can other people do to support breastfeeding moms? Even if you're not family or anything like that. To me, support is everything. And I know you're asking like a specific, what can we do to support? Just support that mother's decision to feed her baby. Mm-hmm. That's natural. Is that not natural? Right. Right. That's Support her decision of how she chooses to feed her baby. And honestly, I know some, you know, some employees may be concerned that a working mom may not be as productive in the workplace. But I beg to differ. I, I feel that when women feel supported, um, 
supported in their home lifestyles, then they can be their most productive at work. A woman who, who who's not supported in her decision to be able to step away and to take care of the needs of her children when they're not in her presence feels um, stress, and mm-hmm. that that impacts, I think, um, her the, the productivity at work. And so I know for me, you know, I assured my my company that hey, you know, I need to do this. I need to feed my child because it's my first responsibility above anything else. But I worked hard when I wasn't pumping, you know, mm-hmm. pumping to save that milk. I made sure I, I was very productive. And plus, you know, mothers who are nursing, when it's time to express that milk, it's uncomfortable for that milk to sit on you like that. And it can even cause um, certain type of infections. And so women have a need to express that milk, not just, you know, for reasons, of course, for that benefit the baby, but it's kind of difficult to to work when you have five to to ten ounces of milk sitting on your on your chest right so it's important for women to know we can know a lot of stuff out here today it's important women that you know you have rights as a breastfeeding mom you don't have to sit there and just take I mean, in my opinion, it's disrespect. You don't have to sit there and your employer tell you, oh, just go to the bathroom or, oh, just go to your car. You know, people need to know that they have rights. And I think when they're informed on, hey, I don't have to just take any kind of treatment. Um, I deserve a, a special place for me to go pump. I, de- I deserve to be able to sit out in the mall and breastfeed my child at the food court if I want to, you know, because I think maybe that's one reason that scares some new moms or first time breastfeeding moms away from breastfeeding their child, you know, definitely. Those some lower rates of, of continuing on with breastfeeding or breastfeeding duration, right. you know, research has shown that lack of support when women don't feel supported, they're less likely to um, have longevity in their breastfeeding journeys. Right. Now you and I were talking and you shared some things with me that I didn't know. And I want you to share some some of those things with everyone out here. Because we were talking, and I know you mentioned latch. The baby may not latch properly. And you were telling me that there's a certain way you have to feed the baby when breastfeeding. Because I just thought it was, oh, you just prop them up and they just drink from the breast. But it's actually a method to this, correct? Yes, there's a method to all of our sometimes what we call madness, but you know, that goes back to support. Well, I feel like education is support. Um, it's important to understand that if you're going into, if you're, if you're choosing to, to nurse, to surround yourself with people who can show you properly, usually in the hospital, if you choose to have a hospital's um, birth, you uh, elect, in a, you, if you explain that you are choosing to nurse your baby, generally you'll have a lactation consultant to come in and speak with you about proper latch. Uh, most, I know most women think that when you're nursing a baby, you're they're getting milk just from the nipple. But the entire areola is filled with, it's like it's equivalent to like a sprinkler system. Mm-hmm. So it's not being expressed just through the nipple. It's, there are ducts, situated throughout your breast and that and babies are able to pull that exp- that ex- that milk from the entire areola 
Right. So when the baby is positioned correctly, their mouths are open very wide mm-hmm. to um to latch and encompass the entire areola. So that's something that I didn't know prior to my breastfeeding um, journey that is not, the baby wasn't just supposed to latch onto the nipple. If the baby is just nursing from your nipple, then that's an improper latch. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important to definitely know those things. Now you are also telling me that, you know, of course, as a new mother, I think all moms deserve a break, you know. It, uh, it's a new job. It's stressful. Every now and then, you want to just take a quick break to yourself, which we all deserve. It. Self-care is important. You were telling me that you... Please tell us about the story. You went to Walmart, and you heard the baby crying, but your baby wasn't crying, but you expressed milk. Milk started coming from your breast when you heard the baby crying, and I didn't... I knew nothing about that before you told me that story. Can you share that with us? Yeah. <laughs> Felicia, you're so funny. It's true. I think when we talked about those benefits and just the bonding experience, mm-hmm. it's a mother-child experience is like no other. I, I I honestly believe, but it's amazing how the brain works and how the body works and responds to ba- to your baby, not just your baby, but other babies. I remember um, I went for a quick run and I had actually just nursed the baby. I ran off to Walmart to get a few um, essentials and I heard a baby crying. I mean, you could tell that baby was just was probably hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, of the cries. But as soon as I heard that baby cry, y'all, I looked down and my entire shirt <laughs> was drenched. Wow. Because <laughs> my body instantly went into um preparation to feed and soothe this baby oh my goodness you know going back i think it's just the body is just so amazing and as you said the mother and child bond that's something unique and special right there so i knew nothing of any of this before you and i had our own personal conversation about breastfeeding that's why i'm glad we're sharing all of this today and we may be informing um people who don't know not just new moms but dads, cousins, brothers, anyone. I think it's important for us all to be educated on it. And it's interesting that you brought that point up because I want to I want to bring up a point about the importance, I mean, just the importance even of, of donor milk. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may not be pro-donating breast milk mm-hmm. or being recipients, but I definitely was fortunate and blessed to be able to not only sustain both of my babies, but I was also uh, what we call a donor mom, where I donated breast milk to to breastfeeding mothers or to mothers who were either um, having a hard time with with breastfeeding or needed to be able to sustain their babies um, out of their presence, like when they were in daycare and, and they can they didn't have enough to send to school, things like that. Uh-huh. And so I'm mentioning this because. I was able to, I was able to be able to share that experience so mothers could, could feed their kids. I think some people think, well, why would, you know, why would you want another mother's milk? You know, you never know somebody's circumstances right. for needing donor milk. I know um, I I met one young lady who was diagnosed with breast cancer and she was not able to, to nurse her baby, but her baby also had a dairy allergy. Mm. And so 
the different formulas they had tried upset the baby so much that she needed to rely on the help of donor milk. And so it's, you know, when the, when you hear those babies cry out, I feel like, you know, when I say that mother child experience is very rich, I don't even always mean just with your own child. Mm-hmm. I mean, power in a mother being able to respond and relate and to support another child. Right. And you share, I think that's amazing, first of all, that you were able to share your breast milk and help the next mom who's breastfeeding. And in going further with helping the next mom, I know you told me yesterday when we talked that there are um, lots of groups out there on Facebook. That's a good thing about social media, that there are breastfeeding groups out there and there are even specific type of groups can you tell us about those specific groups because you were telling me that some of them is if you are breastfeeding and you are giving the baby your breast but then there's some for if you're giving your baby bottles so there's different can you tell us about the different groups support groups out there absolutely so I'll say if you're choosing to donate milk or to receive or to be a recipient of donor milk, um, there were groups like Human Milk for Human Babies that I I subjected myself, um, my time and my attention to. And there's also another group, Felicia, called um, Eats, E-A-T-S, mm-hmm. Eats on Feet, on Feet, in Feet, uh, no, Eats on Feet. And they were really great, too. It's pretty much equivalent to, like, if you were going to go on Craigslist and you're looking for to, to put out an, an ad that you have breast milk available, mm-hmm. and then you have moms in specific areas who may um, be, be willing to meet you in a public place to, to pick up milk. And it was, it was awesome in that there were some moms who would come from, you know, cities outside of our, outside of our cities. So, you know, I had moms coming from Huntsville and moms coming from sometimes even from Atlanta. They Where you can find people in your areas or in your communities who are willing to donate. Um, So those are. Other sites, sites that are exclusive. You have so many sites that are from mothers who exclusively pump. And so when I started my journey with my son, my intention was to just exclusively pump. And then I was able to establish the actual nursing experience and I fell in love with that. But there are some moms, for whatever reason, may only be able to just pump milk to give to their baby. So there are groups that support that, that support moms who only nurse, who may need some help troubleshooting nursing. It's great because you're meeting other moms who are dedicated to their babies just like you are or in the same ways. And so you can share tips, get tips, um, share funnies and you cry together, laugh together. And those things, I think having those resources can help you to continue because research does, I'm sorry, not research, but it is, uh, I think, been, like more beneficial for babies who can continue for at least one year. Um, on on taking in breast milk. There, there are groups, girl, so many different groups. There are groups for those who are just supporting the breastfeeding mom. So you just do your homework and your research. A lot of those groups are like a, close-knit communities, 
private. That's amazing. Now you you did mention you mentioned several great things and so many things out there that we talked about that I didn't know before you and I talked and I appreciate it and I hope that we help someone else out there. Um before we go, I wanted to ask you if you could share anything else that we may not have covered that you had to just really dig deep to find out like you didn't know this information nobody had shared it with you it wasn't being talked about uh, relating to breastfeeding that you want to share with moms who are new to breastfeeding and new moms out there what's some information that really helped you that you really had to dig deep to find out honestly I did I don't think I understood how deep uh I needed some, how deeply I needed support. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think I realized along my journey that if if you're going, if you plan to initiate breastfeeding, I, I think it's it best that you go ahead and lock into a support system. They don't have to understand it, but if they can support you, I feel like you're more likely to to try and, and keep going. I know my mom didn't nurse me, but she was still just as supportive in my decision to nurse. My husband obviously didn't know a thing about breastfeeding. Right. But he was right there cheering me on along the way. And there are things that you can do to support besides just saying, hey, I approve of what you're doing. I mean, coming offering to to give a, a bottle so a nursing mom can rest. You have to surround yourself with people who are going to support your mission. There are things people can do. Wash bottles. You have a good girlfriend that will come over and wash some bottles up for you. That's that's something that's that's awesome right and i know you even shared yesterday that there are different stages of breastfeeding the way to where you may be breastfeeding a baby every two hours oh yes I definitely you know this topic we can go on and on, on this right. Topic. right we'll we'll definitely have to pick up another part too absolutely but yes there are so many things that we could talk about regarding this topic Right. So our, our time has come up and we covered a lot. So I appreciate you all for joining us today. Please join us next time right here on the Sofa Dish. Thank you, guys. This concludes today's episode. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Soulful Dish. For the latest in health-related news, follow our blog post at www.thesoulfuldish.wordpress.com. You can also follow us on our individual handles. That's why you can follow me, your girl Tanisha Foster, at Chop Friendly for allergy-related education and resources. To follow the vegan goddess herself, Miss Felicia Carter. Be sure to follow her on Instagram at The Vegan Creatures.